Great to have you listening to the Bill O'Brien Podcast. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you as we visit with the head coach every Monday most of the time. And this week, coming off the bye, we talked to the coach about a number of things, including but not limited to six wins in a row. And, of course, the upcoming game against the Washington Redskins. But let's get to this. Amogee Bank is our presenting sponsor. and They root for the family team for quite a while they've been doing this. It's quite the tradition, something they've done for over the last 27 years, as a matter of fact. And it's something that defines who they are. Amogee is also big fans of rooting for family businesses because in all their years of banking, they have found that when they treat every business like family, they tend to prosper. So if you're a family business and you need a bank, go to Amogee Bank today. Amogee Bank, here you grow. A division of Zions Bank Corporation and a member FDIC. Amogee Bank, the official bank of the Houston Texans. Well, let's begin it like this. This is a play off the radio show, and the listeners just heard the open, which is, he's got a plan. Bill O'Brien wants a tough, smart, physical football team, and we sound bites from back when the coach first got the job in 2014. So that's how the conversation begins here on the Bill O'Brien podcast. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Good to be with you guys again. Have you ever heard the open to your show before? <laughs> never heard that. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> He's got a plan. Yeah, we <laughs> He's got a plan. We actually, we actually wrote that before your first year. Oh, you gosh. know, yeah. Thank you. And some of those comments are actually from some of your introductory press conferences. But and that apply. seems like a long time ago. That is a long dandy. time ago, man. <laughs> but they apply. You want to be a big, smart, tough, physical yeah. football team. I mean, that's that's the way you're playing right now, really. Yeah, that's what you're trying to do. I mean, you're trying to, you know, we've got good guys in the locker room. We've got guys that are physical. Guys that. You know, really bright guys, and uh, we're just trying to improve every week. You tell us, and you've told us this over the years, you don't know until Thanksgiving what kind of team you have. Do you feel pretty certain about the kind of team that you have right now going into the last seven games? Yeah, I, th- I think we're getting towards that. I really do. Now, now, you know, that's a hard thing to to say. You know, I think what I mean by that is you, you don't want to go, you know, on a losing streak. Sure, of course. All of a sudden, you know, Thanksgiving, you wait till Thanksgiving to start winning, but – as you're as you're trying to win games, you're winning games. You're trying to figure out the identity of your team. It takes a while, yeah. You know, and I think, I think that uh, we figured out, you know, in some ways the identity uh, the identity of our team. You know, our team is a is a hard working, tough team that uh, tries to play smart, uh, tries to, uh, you, you know, really play the game the right way, and and has a lot of chemistry in the locker room. You know, guys that really care about care about each other, root for each other, and want each other to do well. How was the buy for you? Good. Yeah, it was yeah. good. I mean, we got a lot done, man. It was really good for me. You know, I I was able to, um, you know, reconnect with the family a little bit. Then my wife, as she always calls it, calls it re-entry. Mm-hmm. Re-entry <laughs> into the family. All right, re-entry's over. Back to work. <laughs> See you later. So that lasted about a day, and, and then I, I was able to get a lot done. You know, I was able to kind of take a deep breath, look at our stuff, look at the upcoming opponent, the Redskins, and you know, I think we're off to a good start here t- today with our players. Our players were very attentive. They had a great workout in the morning, good meetings. We got a good bunch of guys that we're coaching. You know, no matter what happens, we're going to work real hard to keep winning. Uh, but these guys have been been a great group of guy to gr- great group of guys to work with. What have you seen with Washington? We know they've been running the football. Looked like defensively, they're pretty physical up front. But what do you see? Yeah, I mean, I think that when you when you look at them in all three phases, you know, you start with defense. Uh, you know, I think they're strong at all three levels. I think when you look at their defensive line, and, and you know, they play a base three four, and they play a legit three four. You know, and so you've got Smith and Kerrigan on the outside. You've got, you know, 
Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Ayadonis on the inside. you got the two linebackers that I think are very physical players, and then you go to the secondary. We all know DJ. DJ's having a great year, leading the league in interceptions, doing a fantastic job. I think he's a captain. Josh Norman uh, does an excellent job over there, and sure he'll shadow hop. Offensively, you know, I think it starts with uh, Adrian Peterson and Alex Smith. I mean, those guys do a great job, and then they feed the ball to their tight ends. they got really good tight ends. Um, Jordan Reed and uh, Vernon Davis, uh, receiving-wise, I think you'll see 13 Harris probably a little bit more now that Richardson's out. Uh, offensive line, I know they have injuries, but I thought they played well against Tampa Bay, so they've done a great job. they got a great offensive line coach. Bill Callahan does an excellent job. Special teams is very athletic. They play very hard. They play with great effort. Uh, they have a excellent left-footed punter who's going to be very difficult to deal with, especially if it's windy. Um, their Hopkins, their kicker, does a great job. So I, I think it's a very challenging opponent. They're in first place in the NFC East for a reason, and you know it's going to take everything that we got on the road uh, to, to to win this game. How is this Alex Smith different from Kansas City Alex Smith, if at all? Yeah, I would say I would say they're, they're, the difference is the offense. You know, it's just a little bit different uh, the 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 type of offense that they run that uh, that Jay runs relative to what Andy runs in Kansas City. But you know he. Alex Smith is a very bright guy who's an accurate passer that makes great decisions for his team. And that's why he makes the big bucks, you know, because he, he is a very, very professional, good, tough, smart quarterback that gets his his team into the right plays, makes good decisions. They don't turn it over. It's very hard to get the ball away from them. Like I was saying earlier, that's the key to the game. Their defense has 18 takeaways. They've only given the ball away seven times, so they're plus eleven. That's a big deal, man. Ooh. And that's they're probably one number one in the league right now. I mean, they were like two or three going into the, yesterday's game. It's gonna be a big deal. We got to take care of the ball. We we got to try our best to try to get the ball away from them. Alex Smith. Better lesson for players or for coaches in that here's a number one overall pick, and it didn't look like it was gonna go that well for the first few years, and then he gets it going once Harbaugh gets to San Francisco and he ends up in Kansas City. We know the rest of the story. So players should be inspired by that if it's not happening right away, and maybe coaches too with certain players. How do you look at that? Well, I think it's a great observation, Vandy. I think that that uh, you know, I think that this league is is a rushed league. You know, everybody wants instant success, and I think that's very hard to do in the NFL. I think it's really hard to do kind of what Deshaun Watson, you know, has done early in his career, even dealing with injury. Deshaun's had, I think, we would all agree a very successful start to his career. I think that's really difficult to do. I think most players, it takes a while to develop, no matter what position you play. And I think that you're, you see that with guys around the league. You just said Alex Smith. I mean, look at Drew Brees. Look at, you know, let's just talk about Tom Brady. I mean, he didn't, he wasn't starting right away when he came into the league. You know, you just go down the litany of, of guys that are so successful that it just took time to develop. And that's, that's what I always say about this league. It's a, it's an improvement league. You know, mm-hmm. what can you do each day to, to try to not get down, be consistent, and try to get better every day? I think that's a huge deal. Obi, when you talk about Deshaun, what are the things over the last next seven games and, and, and beyond that you want to see him improve on? And we know when you have a start like he's had, only one quarterback's throwing more touchdowns in 16 games to start a career than Deshaun. Only one in the history of the game. So he's off to a good start, but what is it that you want to see him improve on going forward? I think you can. I think there's always things, especially with a guy like him, that he wants to improve on. Sure. Whether it's footwork or maybe a, a faster decision, or you know, uh, you know, maybe seeing a coverage a little bit quicker. I think there's always going to be things that he wants to improve on that we that he 
you know, we push each other on, you know. But I think the big thing for him is what he's been, been able to do lately is really figure out how we want to play these games, you know, and we've got to figure this out. Look, we have plays every week that we have touchdown plays, we have pounded plays, we have intermediate plays, we have screens, red area, third down, two minute, all the plays. But as the game goes on, how is our defense playing? How is the weather? How, are, how do we want to play this game? What's going well for us? Let's take care of the ball. Knock on wood, he's done a great job of that. So I think he's done an excellent job of understanding what, what type of team we have and how we need to play the game from an offensive standpoint. You mentioned cold weather in the press conference a little bit. You have three trips to the yeah. Northeast coming up. I know you have the three-game homestand, but this is outstanding preparation for what might be down the line, but I know you take it one at a time and you have to deal with the weather of the elements. No, but we talked about that a lot today. I mean, <clears throat> you know, now we're going to Washington, you know, towards the end of November here. I'm sure it's not going to be fantastic weather. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, obviously outdoors on grass. Could be snowing, could be raining, definitely could be windy. Right. And so I think we, we've got to, you know, get outside and practice, which we're going to, we're going to do all week. Uh, I think, you know, because here the weather isn't great right now, which is great. You know, yeah. that somewhat prepares you for at least windy because it was mm-hmm. real windy out there today. So I think that, that that is a great deal, and I think that's what football is all about, you know, being able to play in, in all the elements, even though you play most of your season indoors, can you can you understand how to and adapt to how to play in the elements like we're going to have to in the East Coast? Coach, you have spent all your NFL career coaching in the AFC. Now you play NFC teams twice a year, but a lot of a lot of coaching on your staff spent time in the AFC. Does it help having the bye week before facing an NFC team? I think that's a good question. I think that's probably a good point. I mean, this is what we call an uncommon opponent. You know, we play obviously Jacksonville, Tennessee. Uh, Indianapolis twice a year. We're very familiar with those teams. The Patriots we play yeah. all the time. Seems like we play the Bengals every year. Maybe Denver, but we're we're, we're not we're not familiar with these teams. You know the NFC East, and because we don't play them every year, and so I think that that maybe having a buy, maybe we'll see. You know, but hopefully yeah. our ability to have a, a little extra time to get ready for these guys, uh, you you know, will help because they are an uncommon opponent. Meaning, you know, we don't play them every year, and and they're in a different conference. When you're watching tape and you see all right, the Colts played the Redskins earlier before you played the Colts, so you're seeing Washington, you know you're playing them down the line. Do you take notes? Oh, yeah, I don't want to forget about this because this looked good against them, and maybe we can use that later. I mean, it's got to be a ton of information you're going through. Yeah, I, th- I think that, that, that one of the things that I do, and I don't think I'm not able to watch every single NFL game, right. but I do try to, at least by the end of the week, pump through a bunch of games just for – Maybe they're somebody we're going to play in the future. Maybe I want to see what some offensive coordinator's doing against a similar defense that we're playing on Sunday, you know, whatever it is. So we certainly see teams, you know, because we do that. And because you guys have seen our, uh, the, 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 you know, the system that we have, the exo system. I mean, you, you can, at the, at the touch of a, a button, you can get anything you want. And it's almost information overload. You've got to be careful not to overload your players because you can have it all different ways. You know, you can give your players so much information that they're like, whoa, coach, like, I just need this, you know. Yeah. And But but for a coach, it's great because it's nonstop. You can get a lot of different information, and even on, on teams that you may play in the future. Well, I joked with the video guys. They were on their way into the break, and I said, coach wants you to stay and do all the second and longs from next year's opponents and have them ready for this kid. <laughs> I mean, you can, you you can, can do get, that, though, I mean, right? Yeah, make, make a lot of different cut-ups to show – Especially for Deshaun to show him, but but I mean, after a while, you're like, whoa, this might be a little bit of overload. Mm-hmm. To that end, as you're preparing on Sunday, are you watching games? Are you are you 
listening to what they're saying, or you have, or just have the games on in the background? I mean, I'm sure you're getting ready for Washington, but do you have the games on the background and just kind of take anything in that maybe the broadcasters bring or what they're saying down on the field, picking up you know voice commands or anything down Absolutely. there? Is that something you're doing on Sunday? Absolutely, and I think nowadays with the with all the different TV angles, especially on the national games, yeah. but even on the regional games, I mean, the TV angles are incredible. You know, you can see so many different things from a you know alignment stance to a signal to a voice command, you know, like you said, a cadence or whatever. And, and so, yeah, no, we, we, we watch it as it's going on. I mean, we don't watch every game, but sure. at least the team that we're playing, you know, they were playing Tampa Bay yesterday, and we had it on as we were prepping for, for them. What's it like having the league in full boat yesterday while you're not? I mean, you're preparing, but they're all playing, and you're just watching everything unfold. That's a weird feeling. I mean, it's good to, it's good to have the feeling that you've won going into that, yeah. you know, but it's a lot better than having a loss going into it. But it's weird because you get into such a rhythm as a coach. I think it's great for the players. The players need a break. You know, they, they need a physical and mental break. You know, we run a pretty intense program here, and they, you know, obviously between the mental intensity and then obviously the physical intensity, they need a break. But as coaches, you kind of want to stay in the routine. Stay, But, you, it's, you know, you don't do that because you need a break too. But I, I just – I always find it a little bit – it's a little bit – uh, hard to just shut the, you know, turn the switch off and mm-hmm. say, okay, we're off this week, and I yeah. can take time because you're always in that, you're always in that mode of, hey, we got to get going, we got to get this done. But that's the way it is. Do you worry about that at all with the rookies? Because this is about the time I was talking to Drew about this as we were walking in. This is about the time where some college programs are done at the end of this week. I mean, this last game of the year is coming up on Saturday for some. Yeah, and some like Deshaun seemed like they played forever because they're playing playoff games, which I'm sure probably helps the transition to the NFL. But do you were with the rookies hitting that that wall, so to speak, and the bye week hits now and getting revved back up for the next seven. Yeah, I mean, we talk. That's exactly right. I mean, we talk about that a lot. You know, I was just saying earlier, like I was talking to Jordan Thomas and. Rankins, I mean, they're getting ready to play the Egg Bowl, right? Isn't yeah. that coming up? Coming Ole up, Miss yeah. and Mississippi State, yeah. and, and it, whether that's this week or next week, I mean, whatever week that is, there's yeah. still six or seven games left for the NFL. And so I try to, and they look at you like, well, what, whoa. Then then they're like, whoa, really? Yeah, really. Like we got <laughs> half a season left, yeah. and uh, you know, hopefully more. So I think we we do a much better job than when I first came here of educating those guys. We have a lot of people around them to help them, whether it's J.J. Moses, Luke Richardson, Cap, um, Karen Winston. You know, there's a lot of people, a lot of resources in the building now that I think can really help these guys get over that wall. Um, I think I'm I'm a little bit better at that maybe because in the beginning, I you know, I didn't realize that maybe as much as I do now because I've seen it happen with yeah. rookies. So. I think we help them a lot with that transition, but it is it is something that you, you're definitely concerned about. Getting some of the injured bodies back in the next couple of weeks, whenever it happens for the bulk of these guys, that's got to be like acquisitions you make at this time of year, really, to help your football Yeah, I, I think that Brian Gain has done an unbelievable job of managing the roster. And uh, and, and a lot of that is, has to do with Cap and, and Luke and those guys. I mean, they do a great job of, you know, managing the roster, replacing guys, and then, you know, keeping guys – uh, you know that are that are rehabbing, keeping them ready to go, and so when they get back, we can we can bring them back, and uh, I think that's hard to do, and I think we've done a real. It's probably the best job we've done of that since I've been here, and hopefully that'll help us because now is when you really need those reinforcements, and hopefully that'll help us moving forward. We're going to do it early today. The Amogee Bank of Texas Ask Bill O'Brien Question of the Week, and this is about we asked you about coaching when you were a kid and, and coaches that influenced you, but. 
What about some of the athletes that you played with or against? You played college football at Brown, oh. but who was the best or a couple of the best athletes you played with when you were in high school or youth league or around Massachusetts? I mean, this is a setup, right? No. <laughs> when I was growing up, the best guy that I played with was oh. John Perry, our wide receiver coach. Now, now you guys are going to say no way because <laughs> he's older. And, you know, maybe he's, a, I wasn't he's actually say lost weight. But he, How about Clements High School winning, beating Kemper? Yeah, that was a huge win for, that was yeah, a big for win. his kid. Yeah, for, for his, his kid. son. It's yeah. a big rivalry. Shout out to his son, John, mm-hmm. who's a really good quarterback there. But John John Perry was, uh, you know, had a full-court back, uh, full court basketball deal in his backyard with backboards on each end, you Ooh. know. And so we were always over there playing hoop. He came from a big family. He was basically in the middle had older brothers that were great basketball, football, track athletes. His dad was a um, was a great uh, track coach, basketball coach in the area, and so John was a was an excellent. I mean, I think he scored a thousand points in high school. Was the quarterback of the football team. Wow. Played at New Hampshire. So grown up. And then when I went to high school, I was I was fortunate. I played with a lot of great guys. I played with George Delaney. We're going to have to send this back because I'm giving these guys all <laughs> shout-out. George Delaney at one time was the all-time leading receiver at Colgate. He was a great player for us my, my year in high school. Mike Panos played for Tom Coughlin at Boston College, mm-hmm. was, a, was a linebacker there, was a really good player, had a buddy named Eric Pentonen who played at Cornell. So I, I played with a lot of good guys. My, my high school was a very good Massachusetts, you know, mm-hmm. Catholic uh, sports high school. It was really, really a good school. St. John's. Yeah, St. John's. That's right. Yep. We weren't good enough college to have anybody. I don't. Was I don't remember hard. too many guys I played with at Brown. <laughs> yeah. I remember Johnny. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I remember Johnny more for econ yeah. than I do for well, academic. He remembers me probably more for drinking <laughs> beer than playing football. <laughs> it all worked out for everybody. Coach, thanks a lot. Good luck. Thanks, guys. And that's going to do it for the Bill O'Brien podcast today. Check out all the other great podcasts here on HoustonTexans.com or wherever fine podcasts are available. Have a great day, everyone, and go Texans.